Hello everyone, this is Marcos, the Commish. Welcome to the Motley Crude Fighting Football Podcast. And let's see, to get things started today, we have Edgar, whose team name is Where's Zabosa? A carryover from last year. Edgar, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, just here going on uh, episode three of, uh, I guess, this year. I think we did ten. No, nine last year, one with each uh, manager. So, yeah, man. What have you been up to? So, I mean, I would love to say that I've been uh, doing a lot preparing for the season, but um, I did absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> in the real world, I mean, I've been um, – I picked up golf, of all things. So hey! I've been trying to do that with my spare time. Dude, I, I, like, got, a, uh, I got a set as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I've been going to the driving out, you know. Yeah. yeah man. Next time you come on, we should hit a course. Or if I make my way out there, definitely it's it's fun, man. I mean, um, what I learned is that nobody's really good at golf, so it's, uh, <laughs> it makes it pretty fun. Uh, cool. Do you um? So did you play before you bought your set, or how did it all actually like? How did you start doing it? So I've actually had a set for a few years. Um, somebody gave it to me. And I just kind of had it in my garage for a while. And um, eventually I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Um, can I curse? I just cursed. I'm going to curse. Yeah, yeah that's um, fine, man. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I just had it in my garage. So I just hit up one of my buddies and say, you know, let's go to the driving range. He didn't want to do it because he never golfed. And I told him, neither did I. So yeah. convinced him to uh, hit up the driving range and then just started doing that every now and then we started once a week and then before you before i knew it i started talking to more buddies that uh golfed so started hitting hitting some golf courses out here pretty often and it's uh it's pretty fun Dude, that's cool so how many of you guys go out there then i have two different groups so i mean um my work group and it's usually uh four of us or some people that i used to work and that's uh three of us or if it's uh, another one of my buddies that lives by it's another another foursome but like honestly, like foursome. if I want to golf every week, and I can probably hit somebody up, and they're always down to to um, hit a course up. Dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I um, so I I got my set like maybe four months ago. About yeah, about four months ago, and so I haven't actually gotten to play yet. One because I'm scared that I'll you know look like a jackass out there. And uh, so what I've been doing, I've been going to like the driving range like a few times a week and, you know, working on my swing. What <laughs> what I uh, realized is that like I'm pretty good at hitting like the six through nine irons. And I, man, the uh, driver's so hard to hit for me. And then the, those, uh, those wood clubs, I'm like, screw that. So... I need to get better at the driver before I before I go out. And the other thing Honestly, is, like, I got really. Everybody... Mm hmm. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say everybody no, go struggles with the driver, so I wouldn't really worry about the driver too much because it's about your clubs, like whatever you can hit, and then your wedges. So I mean, honestly, practice your wedges and your putting, and you'll be all right. Dude, th that's the thing. You know, the most satisfying club for me to hit is the uh, the pigeon uh, wedge. Because you don't even have to hit it hard. You just got to aim. Because obviously, you know, it's like for a short distance. Yeah. Like after I'm frustrated with a drive. Because first I'll start with the irons, you know, get in the flow. And then I'll be like, okay, let me try the 
the driver and then I get frustrated and I have like a few balls left in the bucket. So then I go to the pitching wedge just to kind of feel better about myself. And like I'll point at a flag and just aim at it. And I'm, I'm pretty decent at that. Nice. Yeah, I kind of do the same thing. I always like to like, uh, whenever I do go to the range, I like to finish strong. So so I just try to hit something that I'm comfortable with. Like uh, my best club is probably my four. So whenever yeah. um, if I'm, if I've been hitting shitty, I just grab my four, kind of knock one out, and then um, even if I have two balls left, I just tell myself, you know what, I'm done. Let's end on a good note. Oh, man, you're a better man than me because I have been to that point where, like, that second to last one, I hit it so good, and I got one. I'm like, oh, man, this is about to make it or break it for me, like, this whole trip. <laughs> and obviously, I just fudge it up. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> happened to me one too many times so i just gotta so you know what's great i'm done yeah man you know i, I was talking to manny uh what is it? I was catching up with him like a month or two months ago and i mentioned the whole golf thing and uh he's like man because he just recently retired from the air force so maybe like a few years ago so he's like man i don't know if it's like with the people i'm hanging out with or working with now or the um, or my age but somehow all the people around are playing golf or picking it up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a mix of both. Maybe it's the age. You reach a certain age and it's, uh, it's about golf. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, I just think uh, it's one of those things that it's becoming a little more uh, mainstream, I guess. And um, it, it does get a little expensive. But, I mean, it's a nice excuse to get out there, you know, get some air, hang out with the boys for a bit. Yeah, that's true. Heck, I hit the, uh, what is it, what do they call it, the community range or county range, whatever. But, yeah. Anyway, let, let's see what else, some fantasy talk over here. Oh, yeah, um, let's get into it. Yeah, so it's, I guess it's been four weeks, and let me look at where you're at right now. I think you're at two and two. I am two and two. To, you are two and two. That's a little bit, well, I mean, last year I know you were near the top, and towards the end, you started uh, pulling away. So I guess it's not too bad. I mean, most of us are two and two or one and three. So um, I'm actually a little upset about my record because um, I don't think my team reflects my record. And uh, I had a certain loss. Um, I had a certain loss to uh, a certain uh, commissioner here. And it's yeah. 100% my fault. I broke the cardinal rule of fantasy football. You don't listen. You don't listen to your significant other when they're making a, when you're making roster changes. I so mean, remember that week, um, I was setting up my lineup, and she mm-hmm. said, "Oh," and she was like, "Ask me what I was doing," and I told her. She's like, "Oh, I want to help." I'm like, okay, cool. And she went through the names. She's like, "Oh, Hopkins. You should start Hopkins instead of uh, Samuel." And I was like, "Oh, I felt pretty confident. I felt pretty cocky." So I was like, "Yeah, no, let's do it." Yeah. And that got me the loss. So twenty-two points in the bench. And yeah. eight points for Hopkins. Yes, yeah, so, I mean I have nobody to blame but myself, but never doing that again. You should be like, uh, next time you want to give input, be like, give half the the buy-in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, I'll listen to it and then, like, right afterwards, I'll change it next time. <laughs> well, you had two uh, wide receivers here with like plus twenty points and Thielen as well. Yeah, Thielen's one of those guys that um, I'm kind of I'm kind of scared to start him because he's been doing pretty good, but uh, in my mind he's not a super consistent. Yeah, 
kind of one of those things. Oh, I mean, 20, 31, 15. Oh, wait. Yeah, 20, 31, 15. That's pretty good. So two and two. Where was your other loss? Uh, my other loss was to uh, the not winners. The not. Oh, man. You know, I somehow, I don't know why it bothers me that he still has that name considering he's like 4-0. No, I like it. He's staying humble. He um, He's doing his thing. And uh, is he the highest scoring uh, team? I think he's the highest scoring team, right? Yeah, he is the highest scoring team. I mean, man, <clears throat> what a change. Crazy. Typically, it's like how him. the mighty have fallen. What's the, I guess, what's the opposite of that when the, the bottom has risen? I don't, I don't know, man. It started from the bottom, now he's here. Yeah, I guess that's the one. Uh, although he, he likes to correct me and say that he wasn't at the bottom towards the end. He was second to last, I think. But. Well, I mean, he did hit the bottom, and he bounced back, and that was part of the bounce, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, huh? He, summer, he summoned his uh, inner Drake. <laughs> what are um this is the first week of bye weeks let's see if you got to make some adjustments i think you do i mean nothing crazy i mean uh gino gino smith's on a bye so not really worried about it i picked up uh, brock purdy so i'm pretty pretty comfortable with that and then a tight end but it's a tight end i mean i can just pick one up and wouldn't really make too much of a difference oh that's right it was a tight end that i saw so I feel pretty good about this bye week. They're kind of garbage, some of them, huh? Yeah, I mean, if you don't have one of the top ones, then it's really not worth um, holding on to somebody the rest of the season. It's just you can just kind of like replace one. They're kind of replaceable. Yeah. Who do you go up against? Did we already see that? I'm going against the Autumn Wind. Oh, that's uh, Joe. Um, that's the one I keep referring to over that one time at the bar. All right, cool. So, yeah, that's for the bye week adjustment. Let's see. So we're going into the fifth week now. Uh, there's been quite a bit of changes, I guess, as far as uh, transactions. Um, I feel like there's been a lot more this year than there has been uh, last time. Any opinions on the pickups or any opinions on the manager strategies? I mean, um, I'm not sure. It seems pretty solid for the most part. I mean, uh... I kind of I play multiple leagues and this one I kind of like a little bit more than the others because um, one of my other leagues specifically um, they have kickers and they have like backup kickers so that always uh, drives me insane. I mean it's good for me because if they want to waste a roster they can. But but this oh league, they actually have like a second kick a second kicker. They do. I don't know why, but <laughs> people do that. Uh, but this league's pretty good. Like I said, everybody just kind of. That's what they have to. I mean, there's some guys that I feel like really know what they're doing here. I just kind of go with the flow, kind of see if I need something, I'll pick it up. If I'm not, I kind of keep it the same. But I see a lot of yeah. movement on that, um, on the change to add drops, and that kind of makes me makes me want to start adding and dropping for some reason. Right. It's like it makes you mi- feel like you're missing out on something. Yes, I feel like they're seeing something I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm scared of a uh, – well, Michael, the new one that came in. Okay. So, yeah, Michael's a pretty cool dude. He's also in Vegas. I think he was originally in Texas for a bit for those other Texan people. 
Yeah, he pick, he picked up that uh that zero and three team, and now he has a one and three record. So I'm curious to see how oh, okay. that pans out, especially when a uh, Cooper Cup comes along and gets healthy. And then we'll see how how it goes. I mean, uh, good on him for picking up that zero and three team. <laughs> yeah, right. That's um. So that's Iron Mike's ruffians. I wonder if that's like yeah. a uh, auto generated or he came up with that one. I mean, uh, Iron Mike's pretty. I think that's a pretty solid name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what uh, stuff happened this week or anything. Oh, yeah, I guess emotional here. I mean, like, why do we even watch football? Ah, uh, man. Um, I mean, I mean, you had a good man. week watching uh, the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, it was a kind of touch and go there at the end of the, the, end of the game. I thought we were going we to lose it like we typically do at the end of the game. Yeah. We that was that uh, pick six that finalized it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just think uh, it's a little bit of a – we're a little crazy maybe, a little bit of insanity. We root for these teams even though uh, we expect that this year is going to be the year of changes, especially me being a Chargers fan. You know, we think that this year is going to yeah. be the year. So it's at the definition of insanity, like um, doing the same thing, expecting different results. Yeah, you know, and the worst part is like we don't even have like any real – investment in these teams i guess other than emotional just because we yes. we like the sport yeah <laughs> it's almost like our life is too good that we need some disappointment to even things out i, I like that <laughs> i like that yeah yeah that's a lot better than just um people telling me that i chose a losing team <laughs> <laughs> yeah life's just that good you know i, I wrote this note because i was watching the monday night game and then I saw like the Daniel Jones pick six, like somewhere towards the third quarter, maybe the beginning of the fourth. And um, I thought about uh, David, who's what's his name here? Oh, he changed his name. He's actually decent. Run CMC. Okay. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, a Giants fan. He's one oh. of those uh, you know those New York people. Gotcha. That was yeah. a tough one. Uh, I kind of I kind of saw that pick six a couple times in the. I couldn't believe it because that game was a. I mean, the game was still pretty close. I mean, they were in, what, in scoring range to uh, what is it? Um, please make it so. No, I think because yeah, because that pick six put them at what a twenty to three. So yeah, something like that. So they would have been. They with were the bottom range, up but, to uh, ten. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they would have been with the range and just kind of that one that one mistake and hate to see it. Yeah. Let's see more on our league. Oh. Uh, claim, I guess, um, whatever trophy there is for first trade of the season. Yeah, gave uh, Alexander Madison in return for Dell. Um, we'll see how that turns out. This week didn't look so hot, but yeah, well, I, mean, uh, I think I kind of looked at them. Um, they seem pretty pretty even. I think uh, one of them one of them had like two low games and like two decent games, and the other one seemed pretty pretty decent. Had what is it like between. 15 points each game yeah there was um let's see if i can pull him up over here oh yeah so tank dell i think he had like two 20 points oh it's not even gonna show me oh wait no it doesn't show the fan points on this one i think i clicked on the wrong one but yeah he had like two pretty good pretty good games and then uh madison had some like just some average below average games um so i figured it was worth it yeah, Tank Dell, the last 20, 25, 
and then four as soon as I pick up, as soon as I get them. Yeah, no, I kind of like those players like uh, Madison, you know, I mean, uh, nothing too crazy, but they're consistent, so they're always good, like a good flex option. So, you know, a couple of replacement there. Yeah, it's probably an emotional decision too. But I needed wide receivers, and that was kind of like the best option because there was nothing outside in the waiver wire slash like free agency. No, it's kind of tough. I mean, you kind of got to know where to look. Uh, right now, I think... Uh, I picked up uh, Josh Palmer. I think he was like my last pick in the draft. And um, I just picked him up because I knew that uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are usually pretty injury prone. So I said, you know what? Yeah. Let's keep this, this guy around, see what happens. Yeah, I'm looking. Where's your last? Um, I don't see your last transaction anywhere around here. Uh, you no, haven't picked uh, up anybody think, for a while. No, I think the last thing I did was probably pick up uh, Brock Purdy, maybe. Yeah, that's the last one you picked up. How's yeah, he doing? Um, it's not bad. No, I mean, he's doing a little bit better than Gino. Yeah. If uh, if you're looking for a QB, I got Tua. You got Tua? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. Who, who do they play this week? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think Brock, Brock Purdy's got to be pretty solid. I mean, when you have a month's uh, freaking juggernaut offense like that, he's, uh, he's going to be pretty... Pretty consistent. Yeah, I guess so. Man, talk about consistent. These damn cowboy defense. Oh man, uh, I don't know. I mean that uh, that Arizona powerhouse took him down. So I think that was only once. Yeah. And then let's check out what they've done. So here, here are the points. Forty nine, twenty four. And then the Arizona point, that Arizona game was eight, and then back to thirty-five. Yeah, so they're pretty solid, making a making a big difference there. Yeah, and uh, look who has them: the four and O team. Four and O, yeah, man, that guy. I think he has like Mahomes and Kelsey as well. Yeah, you know, I was talking to Neil. I'm like, dude, how do we let you get Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? I think uh, it's just kind of one of those. Uh, Kelsey had to be his first pick, and then um, when he picked up Mahomes, I bet nobody was looking at a QB yet, and he just kind of snagged them. Yeah, it's kind of one of those, like, you don't want to be the first one to pick a QB. Yeah, but I mean, uh, whenever that bye week comes around, uh, that might be his first loss, though. Oh, yeah. Let's see when that bye week comes along. Oh, that's not till the 10th week. Oh, that's by then he'll be 9-0, so like, he'll be all right. <laughs> man yeah, I'm about to say we a... got a scheme to pull all available <laughs> all available tight ends all available QBs seems quite like far <laughs> I think they call that collusion right <laughs> what? Nah. yeah no, but, but um yeah right talking uh what is it Almost a turnaround. Tony, uh, I don't know if you were watching the game last night, but uh, Kenneth Walker almost ripped like a 50-yard touchdown, and then he got shoestring tackled. And um, I th- that maybe wouldn't have won it for Tony, but it would have brought him a lot closer than he was. Yeah, that's a, that's a rough one. I mean, I had Kenneth Walker in my other league, so I was going to kind of ruin for that. 
Yeah. And it's tough to see. I mean, um, what was the last week I had uh, Joe Mixon, same thing, Monday night game. He almost came through for me, so I feel that pain. Yeah. Let's see who Crimson Browns. Oh, yeah. Check this out. It's um, my Crimson Browns against Brian Dishonorable Shron- <laughs> <Dish> Watson. <laughs> <laughs> they have the same, uh, the same picture. <laughs> yeah, Mike had it first, and I, I think uh, Brian was inspired and uh, gotcha. got it too since he, since he has Watson. Gotcha. So what is it like? Whoever wins gets to keep it, or what's going on? There? Oh yeah, right. That should that should be a um, a mini bet. Uh, let's bring that up in the chat. Let's see what they say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the winner like this it. week gets to keep the icon. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Who had the worst? I was about to say. I think we went over that, but I know Mike had the worst at eighty-eight points this week and the best was sadly against me uh david with run cmc 183 wow that's insane oh you beat you beat uh brian the number one oh wait so sorry so so brian was 88 and mike was 81 so the two lows for this week We'll be facing off next week. Gotcha. I kind of feel like I got away with one just because um, my score would not have been like half a league. So. so you said you're pretty stacked on running backs. Does that mean you need like a wide receiver? Uh-huh. Looking for any trades? Any running backs you're willing to give up? I mean, uh, maybe. I mean, uh, for the right offer, anybody's out there, you know I mean? What do I have? I have uh, Kamara who just came back. I think he came back pretty solid. I have Joe Mixon. I have uh, Cook. And um, I know I have, oh, Derek Henry. He had a bad game, but. Uh, how do you have, how do you have all these guys? I mean, I guess Alvin Kamara was hurt or he was out in the beginning. So you got Stevon Diggs. I mean, Derek Henry's been kind of trashy except for this week. No, I mean, he's only one trashy yeah, week. Never mind. Take that back. Yeah. You know, with 12 people or 12 teams, I wouldn't expect so many teams to have so many stars. Uh, I was thinking the same thing because, like I said, I feel like I'm stacked at running back, but I see some other teams, and they are also they also seem like they're pretty stacked. So I kind of – it's tough, man. I kind, of, I kind of felt like I had a really good draft, and then I see some other teams, and I'm yeah. like, damn, they had, a, they had a great draft as well. So that's crazy. So any um any last words any smack talk any uh I guess hold any grudges yet on anybody I mean, uh, or carrying over any grudges from last year uh, I'm not really in a position to uh, do any smack talk right now two and two later <laughs> the season I think uh not really any grudges from last year just kind of see how it's, this goes I mean um, I think everybody's a lot more involved this year as far as the chat goes I like it yeah it's cool huh yeah. Uh, Owen, uh, this is his first year, but uh, he was saying the same thing that he liked it because uh, uh, everybody's doing like doing transactions and talking on the chat. So glad people are enjoying it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But you know, as far as uh, 
trade yeah. talks. If anybody's interested, I mean, maybe Alvin Kamara or uh, Joe Mixon can be up for trade. Oof. I may be interested. I, mean, I think well, they're both we'll pretty see. solid. I mean, uh, I don't think Joe Mixon's that crazy this year, but it's still pretty pretty consistent. Yeah, I mean, it's always good to have a nice floor. I say that after trading away Madison, but I don't like that guy. You didn't like the guy? I don't like the way he looked at me. <laughs> Screw that guy. And you no. need a receiver too, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we'll see how Dell does this time around. But um, all right then. Well, in that case, uh, thanks everybody for listening. And thank you, Edgar, for being on today. And that's the end of this one. Commish out. Peace. Later.